Hello and welcome to another captivating episode of Impala's podcast series, 20 Minutes With. I am Juliana Carantin and today I'll be having a chat with Francesca Trinini. Francesca is Vice President of Italian Independent Music Label Association, PMI Italia. She's Vice President of the Italian Arm of the Music Publishing Association. She's a board member of WIN, Worldwide Independent Network, the global hub of all the independent music associations, as well as a founding member of IMPF, the Independent Music Publishers Forum. And on top of all that, she also chairs the board of Impala. Today, Francesca will shed some light on the rewards of chairing Impala, as well as the challenges, especially during the pandemic. I also plan to pick her brains on a crucial matter that we should also be aware of. Why it is now vital for Europe to have an industrial policy for culture. Hello, Francesca. Welcome to the show. Hi, Juliana. It's lovely to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Wonderful to see you. First of all, Francesca, could you tell us about the path you took to attain all these high executive positions I mentioned earlier? What's the secret to such a successful career? I don't know that there is a real secret, apart (laughs) from uh, a lot of uh, hard work and uh, perseverance and passion. I started in the music business when I was uh, quite young after university and that's been my world you know until now and uh, long may it continue. So I was involved in music publishing first of all hence my positions in uh, the local MPA and IMPF and uh, later on in my career, I actually uh, started working with labels and uh, joined the, the independent labels associations in Italy, which is PMI, as you mentioned earlier, and, um, you know, did great things with them and enjoy every minute. Sometimes I wonder how I will manage to uh, keep it all going, but, you know, so far <laughs> I managed. Just to give you an example, next week I have one board meeting per day. You know. You're joking. No, I'm not, and I'm chairing too. So that's that's um <laughs> so you yeah. can't even you can't even feign illness on those two days. I doubt I can. <laughs> Excellent. No, no, it sounds as if you're very dedicated, which also brings us to your having been in Parlor's chair since September 2019, a period which on many levels, turned out to be extremely tumultuous. What can you tell us about that? Yes, I agree, tumultuous. And uh, I only had the benefit of uh, one in-person board in Paris in uh, November 2019. It was a great, great board. I really enjoyed (laughs) it. And it was the first and only one. And after that, it was 40 people on a screen. But... Every one of us had to learn how to cope with this new way. And I think it taught us many lessons and we actually coped very well. I'm impressed on how much we managed to get done in a year and a half almost now of uh, working remotely. I don't feel we dropped a stitch, you know, very, very good for, for our associations and for our sector. 
Well, it just goes to show how you need to be creative in times like these, no matter what uh, part of the industry you're in. Which brings me back to the cultural and creative sectors in the EU. I think many still underestimate their importance to the region and its economy. Could you tell us why? It's probably mostly to do with the fact that everyone associates music with uh, fun, with uh, freedom, it's not being a job. Whereas for some of our artists, it is the only way of actually earning a living. And uh, of course, most of our associates work and, and that's what they do. But it's difficult to relay this to the outside world. It's beginning to be a little easier with uh, the policymakers and lawmakers, also because of the work that Impala and all the other associations in the field have done recently in, in making sure that we provide studies and figures to back up our claim of you know, representing such a high percentage of, uh, of the GDP in, in, any, in any country you care to, to consider. So by talking figures and by actually providing uh, solid evidence, we are managing to uh, get ourselves noticed. Any figures that you can actually mention about the size of the creative sure, and cultural yeah. industries? I mean, if you uh, consider the total GDP of uh, Europe, it's 4.4%. And uh, wow. 12 million people whose uh, full-time job is in the music business. Alone, just the music industry, not even the other creative industries. That's right. That's 19.1. Good <laughs> you know, grief. It's really, really something that everybody should consider very carefully. And I'm not confident, but certainly hopeful. And we will certainly continue to work in this direction uh, that... Um, the lawmakers and uh, European politicians absolutely are aware of this. We'll bring those figures home. It makes sense for our sector, but it makes sense for the economy in general. There's one uh, consideration I, I always uh, bear in mind. You, you can't delocalize uh, a cultural industry. You cannot take it anywhere else. So those are very secure, very safe, very resilient jobs. And uh, we in Europe certainly don't lack a lot of inspiration. We don't lack talent. And we should make sure that we, you know, take every ounce of uh, benefit from it. Together, medium-sized and small companies, we have 80%, we make 80% of the investment and uh, bring 80% of the new artists to the fore. Gosh, people, so very few people are aware of that, are they? Yeah. No, we, we try, we insist on these figures all the time, but it, it is... Uh, 80% is huge. It is huge. And, and uh, you know, by the time it reaches everybody's ears and it becomes a favourite, but it does come from our investment, our research. So we need to be considered as, a, as the important part of the puzzle that we are. Amazing. Which then also brings me to why we should be discussing an industrial policy for Europe. First, tell us what is an industrial policy, why it matters, and how come there isn't one for culture in the EU already? 
Well, Juliana, in a few words, an industrial policy is a set of, do we want to call them laws or regulations? Once implemented, would allow the music sector to benefit from certain tax cuts, tax rates, benefits, attention to certain needs that they have. And uh, it must be coordinated and not just a piecemeal gift from a single government. It must be something that the European Union coordinates and thinks from the beginning to end. It requires an assessment of what the situation is at the moment, an assessment of the value gap that we have been suffering for for many, many years. We provide more than we actually get out of the system at this moment. Decision makers are starting to understand that we need attention. But there isn't a policy at the moment because uh, our system, our industry looks like a very risky business. There is um, not so much consideration for immaterial assets, which is what, at the end of the day, we all deal in. You know, our artists provide us with intangible goods, and that's what we mostly now deliver to the public. You know, um, physical goods are declining, apart from certain types. And so it it is difficult to evaluate something that's not there. You know, there should be an industrial policy also because we have a a very difficult time protecting copyright. It is attacked every day. You know, just as an example, in Italy, which is uh, obviously where where I live and work, we have three projects, you know, that would deal with copyright law. Uh, for the next uh, foreseeable future, doing away with our protections, doing away with our right to decide whether or not a copyright is used in a way or not, based on the claim that music is free and everybody should be free to enjoy it. Uh, It's not free to make. That's the point that we need to bring home. And uh, it's not free to make means that the lawmakers have to give us a way of financing our project, of being secure when we do so. Some steps have been taken and Impala has been absolutely instrumental in in doing that. Understood, understood. So those in the business understand their value and why they deserve an industrial policy. But why should anybody else, people outside the industry, why should they think that it matters? Why should the creative industries and music require an industrial policy. Lawmakers should understand that we provide a huge number of jobs, at least 12 million in the European Union, that these jobs are stable and they cannot be relocated. So they are very important for the economy, that the cultural sector uh, provides a binding uh, element for, for our nations, for the European Union. We have, uh, we can foster diversity, which is something that will make uh, the European Union resilient for the future and able to withstand the future challenges that the world poses. And, and this is done, you know, by culture. Culture is music, of course, but it's also art in every sense. So the industrial policy should certainly 
include a way for us to offer our goods without having to pay too high rates of VAT. At the moment, VAT, which is one of the main uh, main items on our agenda for many years, you know, it, it's a mixed bag of, uh, of ways. In Italy, it's way too high. And, um, you know, that should be addressed and should be addressed quickly so that people have access to music and they have access to books and they have access to museums without paying too much tax on it. Mm. Our lawmakers should think of ways of uh, increasing our, our, our value. You know, they should make sure that we are protected from periods of time when, when we cannot, for, for reasons uh, different from from ourselves, from what we want ourselves, not work. You know, we have in our industry, sadly, we have many, many workers who are only taken on for the summer or only for a period of time. I, you know, helped organize and participated just before uh, we were confined last year to a meeting of this kind. It was our very forward-thinking cultural minister, Mr. Franceschini, organised it. And uh, there were several industries, seven to, to be sure, fashion, food, automotive and culture. And it was then that he found out why we strongly insisted on having a copyright directive. Wow. So more attention from them and uh, you know we would then bring up all these questions that have been marrying us. I think copyright directive is a good example of something that we actually managed to do very well. Excellent job, excellent job. Yeah and with very little help from outside but um, the cultural industry as a as one voice you know uh, managed to keep the ball rolling and take it to the end. Okay. Um, other specifics you've also, I've heard, um, been mentioned, uh, not just uh, access to loans, but interest-free loans for the small and medium-sized companies. You've mentioned the VAT, you've mentioned the copyright tools. Are there other specifics that you think this industrial policy should also address? Particularly at this time, you know, when we sadly have lost one member in the European Union, and, and it is something that is very hard to bear for, for, for me personally, but, you know, I, I know for many people in the, in, in the industry, with the exit of the UK, we need to improve the mobility of artists. We need to make sure that UK artists can travel freely in the European Union and vice versa. We need to look for positives and therefore concentrate on things that we can do rather than what we can't do. We need to uh, take that matter as one of our priorities and as one of our priorities and as one of the European Union's priorities. A lot of um, people's jobs are at stake with this. And of course, you know, the enjoyment of the fans all over Europe that will have no access to UK artists and vice versa yes. in the UK. It's something that is it's very hard to think of in this day and age. It's far more serious than I think even the politicians realise, isn't it? Very they serious. didn't realise it before and they, they certainly underestimated the impact that this lack of contact will have. We've been and they have been cushioned 
in, in finding out the, the real impact by the pandemic because nobody could talk and you couldn't really feel any of the any of the pinch of this but as we restart and we're restarting with a vengeance absolutely at least here you know it's it's all going on you know this is going to become one of the biggest points we we have a meeting with the minister in Italy to to see what they're doing about that uh, from our point of view I also you know probably think bolstering rights but I think we spoke about that mm -hmm. we need to be absolutely 100% careful about attacks to copyright come from everywhere and um, you know the government should be the governments and the EU should be particularly mindful because of the impact that the cultural industries have on our GDP Basically, intellectual properties are just as important as physical properties, if not more. It is the base. A work of Excellent. art is just the expression of an idea. You can have an idea and implement it in so many ways as our artists. None of that is material, or at least unless you have a CD of it, but it's so much more. It's so much absolutely. more. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, listen, it seems as if there's a lot of work to do and you and all the organisations you're involved in seem to be steaming ahead with this. Okay, Francesca, now for some quick fire questions. Five questions in five minutes. Are you ready? Totally. <laughs> what are the three things that stand out for you in the past 12 months? It was amazing to see how fast we adapted to a new way of working. We managed to switch from in-person every day to remote every day. And uh, I also, I'm amazed by how well the artists cope with, uh, with the pandemic and, and what it meant for art for them. And they learned to work with each other remotely and that opened frontiers because they can now work across borders in time zone. And um, yes. The last 12 months brought home how much I miss in-person meetings, how much it would have been, you know, fantastic to actually be sitting in front of you, making your acquaintance with a cup of coffee before and a chat afterwards, which we can still do on Zoom. But We're going to, no, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Sure, so sure. don't worry, I care. Excellent. What are your priorities for the future? This will require more than uh, quick-fire questions because um, <laughs> the priorities for the future are absolute uh, focus every time, every board that we have at Impala, and they are foremost in my mind. But certainly diversity, sustainability, and uh, my, also my other favourite is cybersecurity because... You know, we, we are just uh, operating with our doors unlocked and windows open for anyone to come in. So those are the things that I would want to give my members the tools to cope with in the future. What are you often heard saying? Music is the soundtrack of our lives. We should uh, remember that and, and make sure we, we value it as much as possible. Good enough for me. What's your one piece of advice to someone considering a career in music? First of all, welcome. 
And secondarily, I would uh, ask this person to make sure that their end is not monetary because you can't be in it for the money. It, it is a labor of love. And, uh, you know, it can be rewarding in so many ways. Probably monetary is the last one. What's on your playlist at the moment? I'm rather obsessed with Arlo Parks. And uh, I have a couple of favorites in my Italian repertoire. One of them is Massimo Pericolo. He's uh, an incredible character, someone that will certainly make waves, not just in Italy. And uh, so many other projects, smaller projects, Defo, you know, Eurydices, all things we're working on. And so I spend my time listening to them and I haven't got much time for for the rest of the stuff but <laughs> my holidays are coming up and I have a playlist which I intend to get through it's huge excellent well Francesca seriously listening to your achievements has been truly inspiring it has also been amazing hearing you explain the role of industrial policies on their own the two words might sound dry and officious but they are fundamental to the short and long-term growth of music and the other creative sectors as businesses. Thank you for making the time to explain. It has been my pleasure. Really lovely meeting you. And I hope this helps. With our conversations, absolutely. Thank you again. <laughs>